Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. For some of us, love can be like a drug. Unlike other drugs, we can't live without love. Abstinence is therefore not a healthy option then. How do we live with love in a sober way? I maintain that most of us, if not all of us, have strong compulsive habits in some way or another. The most extreme of us might get into a lot of trouble because of these habits. But there is a cure to the subtle addict as well, because this way never quite leads to a rock bottom. We can go our whole lives watching too much TV, eating too much junk food, and so on, without ever truly knowing that at the heart of our problem lies an addiction or a compulsion. The junkie, by contrast, is confronted with the powerful destructive force of their addiction and must choose to fix it or go forth into darkness. I think that's why you see a lot of very successful people in AA. At any rate, a lot of us easily become addicted to the feelings of infatuation and lust. There is a way towards healthy and spiritual relationships, however. Let's take a page from the book of the SLAA, or Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. And let's write some of our bottom lines. This is not as hard as it sounds. Simply make a short list of things that you will no longer do. There you go. Congratulations. You are now sober. If only it were truly that easy, right? Sobriety takes work. And every day you don't cross one of those lines.
is another day of sobriety. For example, here is a list of bottom lines from a client of mine. Number one, no porn. Number two, no meaningless sexual contact. Number three, no sexual talk or contact for the first 30 days of meeting someone. Number four, no bragging or lying. Number five, set healthy boundaries when necessary. And number six, no fantasy, only reality. These lists can be anything that works for you. It can even be as simple as only one rule. And as long as you don't cross that line and you are honest with yourself, you are working towards sobriety. And if you happen to cross one of those boundaries, please, please, please do not shame yourself. Instead, take accountability, dust yourself off, and continue on your journey of sobriety. Falling in love can feel so good and give a seemingly good reason to break sobriety. We may even view it as romantic. Rules be damned, you might say. But this is really the time to test them. If you want a relationship to last in the long run, healthy boundaries at the beginning wildly increase the chances of success. I had a client who went on a date that went absolutely fantastic. When the date was over, both of them were lingering around their cars and my client told his date, I really had a good time and I'd like to kiss you now. But what I actually want to do is to take our time and give this a good chance of working out. His date loved that response and was so grateful for his honesty. I know a few people who fall in love quickly, who have phenomenal healthy relationships. But let's be honest, those types of relationships are few and far between. My clients who consciously take their time and don't fall into that drug-like high of infatuation and lust 
are far more successful in their relationships. So, how do you see yourself falling in love? The answer to that is simple. It's up to you. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast. So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.